Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done. Total score. And then you bowl one-to-one against the person in your slot. So okay. if you beat the person you're bowling, you get a point. And then if your team takes total, you get two points. So you can get up to five points for a game. Uh, the person I was bowling had a handicap of 110 pins on top of their score. They they beat me the first game because I shot a 184. Then I went back-to-back 230 games. So you shot a 184, so they only had to shoot like a 70 to beat you with their handicap. Right, like I had a bad game, like for me, which is weird to say because like even five years ago, I'd be like, fucking A, I got a 184. Now I'm like, fucking A, I got a 184. Um, But uh, and against a bowler like that, you just can't do it. Like you can't, like you're, as they say, you're out of wood after you have a after you have your second open and so i had a i just had a bunch of it was just bad timing i had trouble figuring out the lane but games two and game three i win i i I shoot like a 234 and a 235 like solid night end up with a 650 series lose uh lose the final point for total by three pins because of that 184 Mm. and her handicap offsetting it and so it was like I beat her two games to one, but I really lost, but I, but I still lost. And then that happened to us as a team. Like as a team, the, the nine games we actually bowled that like for points mm-hmm. are, are the, are the three games we bowled actually for points. We were winning. We took, um, what did we take? Nine. I think we, we yeah, we took nine out of the six. Mm-hmm. Or, no, we, or we won nine to six, but because their handicaps were such that they were, 
we lost all five of the total points for the night. Oh. And so we ended up losing 11 to nine. So it's like we won, but we lost. And that just sucks. Well, you know what the recipe for that but, is, right? Uh, winning next week? No, it's podcasting. Oh, Phoenix! <laughs> hey, yo. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. It's you straight punk bitch. I mean, you're just going to replace me. Shut up. Brenda Morales, the biggest slut in the Western Hemisphere. Why do I have to have a buzzer? You are now and will forever be an asshole. Because it's my show. You guys know how to party. You're welcome. Here we are, finally. It is another edition of the Greg DeMarco Show. My name is Greg DeMarco at GregDeMarco44. His name who you heard explaining the dire situation of his bowling games last night, where he basically just had to bend over and take it. If you were listening, like just, just not cool at all. Something, somebody's got to do something about those rules, Patrick Redound. Well, if we don't do something about those rules, Greg, then we, the, the sport will die. <laughs> like, like nobody likes bowling against good bowlers. Like, I have to I have to live with the fact that um, sometimes I'm I'm going to have to deal with, as my friend says, the math. Because yeah. if you don't, local leagues will die. Because if you are going to just get housed every week by a good bowler, why would you keep showing up? That makes sense. It's no fun. I would make hate to win because of a handicap. I would. Sure, but you, that's the type of competitor you are. Yes. You know, as a person like, and I, and I know a lot of, a lot of people like you, you still get to look at your scratch scores like, and, and those, those oh, yeah. pop up and you, and you, you get know. to be like, Oh yeah, I beat that person. You know, you beat those people. Like, you know, you, you know, well, but. and that was the thing is I bowled so badly. You were, you know, we we're talking about that first game before I bowled so badly. I nearly lost that person who averages a one seventeen. She bowled a one sixty eight. Oof. So she like she not only beat her, she like blew it out of the fucking water, um, and she almost beat me scratch. I had to go four straight strikes to end the game, to like be like, okay, I got my shit together now, and I'm at least not going to go down. Clean. See, and the math should also yeah, support somehow like a sliding scale where if you do blow your average out of the water, then you don't need as much of a handicap. I don't know. Well, it I'm gets readjusted every week. Like, like I'm out no, it gets readjusted. It's like it's like a batting average in baseball, right. right? Right. Like if you do better, your average goes up. It's the same thing in bowling. If you bowl better, your average goes up and your handicap goes down. Yeah, but and in baseball, in leagues, if your average goes down, you don't get an extra strike. 
You don't get That's to take fair. first base. Oh, um, you don't get any of that. Stuff. And in and in some higher stakes leagues, your hits don't count. Like there, no, the, in some higher stakes leagues, um, they'll cap your handicap. Like there's a there's a league that I don't bowl in where the the purse is ten grand for the winning team every mm-hmm. half, and it's two halves, so you could win up to twenty grand in this one league, and um, your handicap gets capped. Like you can only suck so hard in that league. Uh, before you get no more benefit, mm. and it's it's really it's really strict too. I mean, it makes more sense, right? Those guys don't. Those guys don't fuck around, man. Those well, because if you're gonna put in what you got to put in to win ten grand, it it's got right. it's got to make sense for you, right? right. So, I get that. I it get does. that completely. They still they still take a loss. That's what's really funny is you, you know, bowling is gen- generally for fun. You still take a loss. Oh yeah, unless yeah. you're entering tournaments and stuff. Gotcha. Which, which we need you to enter tournaments. We need to like sponsor you into tournaments. I'm, I'm, I'm in a tournament this coming Saturday. Are you? Fact. I am. That's dope. That's right there. We, we, we need to cover that. I, we need, can, is, can someone provide live updates on the scene of the bowling <laughs> tournament that Patrick O'Dowd is in? This I'm just, I'm going to be, I'm going to be live tweeting my own bowling tournament. Dude, that would be amazing. I'll give you access to the chair shot account. Live tweet <laughs> on the chair shot account. Patrick yeah, that Adele. that's gonna get the clicks. That's that's gonna that's gonna hashtag it right. We we gotta figure out the proper hashtags to use, and and you'll go viral, and then there'll be right on, yeah, on totally. the New York Post. There'll be articles about bowling sensation Patrick O'Dowd. I don't know what else. It would yeah, say. I don't. I don't. I just, I'll, I'll I'm just starting the headline. Other people are gonna rewrite the headline anyway. By the way. Patrick right. O'Dowd at Wrestling Realist at at Bowling Realist. That's B O W L N G R E A L I S T. There's no I in bowling. No, I'm just kidding. It's W R E S T L N G R E A L I S T. There's no I in wrestling. There is one in Realist. I literally almost forgot the second word of your handle was Realist for a moment there. I'm going to be fully wow. transparent. I lost it for a moment. I think Bowling Realist just threw me off completely. And which bowling realist, you wouldn't have to 86 the, the, the I cause it's enough letters, but you know, math, who knows? Math is going to keep haunting us. I think in this entire conversation, yes, go follow him on the Twitter, join the many bots that, that follow him. They follow me. They follow everybody. I feel like with, since Elon Musk bought the Twitter, I feel like there's more bots right. now. Like exactly like, like promises were made and you know, not kept, no, but not at all. Here's the thing is if, if he didn't, you know, keep his, I actually got a legit follower this week. There you go. Um, as, as in a real account. Um, it was the University of Massachusetts NIL Collective trying Ooh. to get money from me to, to fund the athletes. Uh, uh, so I don't think that one is as legit or that one's more legit than uh, Bryony Rathgeber, uh, who followed me today. She has nine followers and used photos that I've seen in a previous fake account. So good for her. <laughs> That's how um, you know you've been been bot followed for so oh, long. I, I've been, the repeat photos Del- start to happen. Delpha Rat yeah, Delpha Rats laugh with her eight that's, followers. You know they used to make fun of WWE for like the random name generator. Like that's what this is becoming yeah. at this point. That's random bot gen. Random bot generator. We should do that. At she some point. she is followed by a person by the name of Eaton Coochie. Oh, that's actually my burner account. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, no, wait, no, no. Mine's eating booty, not eating coochie because uh, coochie was taken. Cake. That's right. Damn it. 
I'm hey. still mad at I'm mad at, at Greg DeMarco, who hasn't tweeted since 2012, and I'm mad at, at Eaton Coochie, who I don't know if they've ever tweeted, but they both took my accounts, and I'm not happy about it. And Fast I told days. Elon, I did tweet at Elon at one point, if he let me have the at Greg DeMarco handle, I would give him my $8 a month. And he hasn't allowed me to have – I haven't heard back from Elon. I guess he's too busy to reply to me. Yeah. So. I am. Sorry, man. You're just you're just a small fish in a big pond. Apparently, I am, and and Elon and I are, are not on good terms. <laughs> and 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 Elon doesn't care. I think I called him Eli for a second there. That's right. I said your name wrong, Elon. That's what you get. That's what you get for being that way. So we have some good stuff to talk about today on the program. Which, by the way, the program is part of the Chairshot Radio Network, which you can find at thechairshot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. You can find it on iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, Google Play, and so many more. Like, subscribe, leave us that five-star review. Hit the bell. Get the, get the notifications. Tell a friend. You know all the things you need to do to support the cause here at the ChairShot Radio Network, here at the Greg DeMarco Show, here at TheChairShot.com. It's sports, it's entertainment, it's sports entertainment, and it is all for you. We've got some fun stuff. We've got a list that I am very excited about because it's, it's you know, the, the list in general I'm excited about. You just made the list! Because we've had to table it a little bit, but the list is so much fun. It's one of my favorite things we do, and this is a good list this week. i got a story about how I came up with the list that I'll tell later. And now we've got a topic suggested by Patrick O'Dowd himself that I am very excited to talk about. And now we've got a three-minute warning suggested by Patrick O'Dowd himself that he doesn't even know he suggested, but he did suggest it just by complaining to me over text message that it then uh, became a topic. So, yeah. I was just reading a tweet about that text. Yeah, well, it happens. So let's just go. Acknowledge me. So Patrick O'Dowd, you texted me about a topic you wanted to discuss today. And as I usually do when you suggest the topic, let the people know what the topic is. Yeah, so as I have continued to keep up with wrestling, I was and you can't not watch the Raw 30th anniversary show, right? Like that's that was sort of expected Absolutely. by everybody. Must see involved. television. Um so I'm watching this opening segment you know, with uh, the 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 court, the the bloodline court, or whatever the the tribal court, uh, the chieftain's court, Roman's court, acknowledge him. I I just had this moment where I was like, I this might be hyperbolic, but I think this might be the best angle, at least in the WWE, in the last decade, like. And so that then led me to text you the question today is the Sami Zayn slash bloodline angle, the best angle in the WWE in the last decade. And that is going to be our discussion point today. And there are some great angles. And I know there's at least one that I could thought of when I thought of you off the top of my head that you're probably all for talking about in, okay. in comparison, but so let me, uh, I want to, I want to see if you actually do it. Okay. But we'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. Um, so let's start with your initial question. Is this one of the best angles or possibly the best angle of the last 10 years? And I'm almost hesitating to answer the question because the best angle I've ever seen in my life 
happened in the last 10 years. It happened eight years ago. And finish it. And so I've, so I'm almost like, I feel like I'm blowing it early by, by saying this, but so I will, I will wrap it all up into one statement. By the time this is over, okay, by the time we actually get to the end of this angle, I firmly believe there is a greater than 50% chance this may be the greatest story in pro wrestling history. Wow. So that's even more hyperbolic than my my question slash statement. Well, because my prior one was eight years ago. It was the ascension of Daniel Bryan Danielson. I knew it. To the WrestleMania 30 main event. And what's interesting is that that started in August of 2013. This all started in August of 2022. So if they're really following the same trajectory, then we really should get Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. I am I am more on board with Sami Zayn winning a Royal Rumble than I ever thought I would be. And, and maybe that's not even the story that they tell or how they get there. But that that feels like a distinct and real possibility. I agree with in you. the shadow in the shadow of Cody Rhodes coming back in the shadow of you know the momentum of so many other like you know they've got so many other big time guys doing other things like you know Kevin Owens will still be mm-hmm. in a picture like whether he's in that picture you, I don't know Seth Rollins is always hot like and if you would have told me if you would have you know, ask me dark horse as we had a weekend, Seth Rollins would have been my dark horse just because he's always a plug and play. Like, yes, but, but of, of all of that and the way this story is being constructed and told and the way that it is taking so many turn twists and turns in the, in the way that the shifting loyalties, even within the bloodline surrounding Sammy, Sammy is absolutely so is just so well done. So we're saying a lot of different things. And, and so I, I want to yeah, talk I'm about going all over the place. We're going to jump ahead. We're going to talk about the Sami Zayn Royal Rumble WrestleMania conversation. Then we're going to go to commercial. Then we're going to come back and talk more about why the story is so damn good. We'll, we'll organize it that sure. way. I will say this just, just to comment on what you just said, because you brought up Seth Rollins and, and how he's plug and play. For me, Seth Rollins is literally in the Randy Savage position is where I see him. Yeah. In the company right now. Like he can literally be plugged into anything, do anything. If tomorrow they decided he's going to have a valet and be involved with a woman on screen, even though everybody knows he's married to Becky Lynch, he'd do it brilliantly. Like there's just no one better than right. right now. So let's talk WrestleMania. Let's talk the Royal Rumble. And I, I am going, I've been stating unpopular opinions all along. Again, my, my, the person I would have win the Rumble. Okay. There's two. One is Sheamus who I still think would be a great opponent for Roman Reigns. But now I feel like that's going to have to wait till money in the bank when they're in England. So, because right. it's just, there's just so far over. He should have been the Royal Rumble opponent, probably would have been the Royal Rumble opponent, but the Sami Zayn story is so excellent that it makes sense for Kevin Owens to be the Royal Rumble opponent, even though he just did that two years ago. But who cares, right? Because um, that was in the Thunderdome and, and didn't even matter. But I... Everybody and their mother wants Cody Rhodes to win the Royal Rumble. I don't. I don't want Cody Rhodes to win the Royal Rumble unless they separate the titles. 
Because to me, right. and this is, again, unpopular opinion, I don't think Cody's done enough since his return to be main event, WrestleMania main event or Cody Rhodes. I think he might be WrestleMania 40 main event or Cody Rhodes. And had he not been hurt and gone, maybe. But like right now, if we were to Google trend search or do whatever, I'm willing to bet a 20 right now. Sami Zayn has a much higher return than Cody Rhodes. Despite, and this is right now, despite the fact that Cody should be up because of the vignettes in the last two weeks and the announcement last week that he was going to be in the Rumble. So I think that that's where I put Cody at, in, in my opinion. I also don't want Cody to just go to WrestleMania and lose to Roman Reigns, which I think is what right. would happen. A lot of the people who are saying Cody should win the Rumble also think Cody would beat Roman. And my hill to die on is Roman's going to beat Hogan's first reign. I, it, September of 2024 is what we got to get to. And this story has a Roman hasn't done anything really this whole since August, right? I mean, they had, you know, he, he had, he had the war games, but since Clash of the Castle, he hasn't really done much. And, and Sammy didn't even, and Saudi Arabia, I don't even remember who he wrestled in Saudi Arabia. Right now, Logan Paul. Uh, Logan Paul, right? Again, specialty match. I didn't even watch the show, and I remember that. I know it was a good one too. <laughs> Logan Paul did great, and I'm not. We're not here to talk about you not watching Saudi Arabia show. It doesn't matter. No, no, um, I don't. So yeah, I honestly think if it's not Stone Cold Steve Austin, because I'm writing The Rock off. All right, I believe the reports. Right. Plus, you know. The Rock can't lose a fight in a movie. Think he really wants to lose a fight in wrestling? That's probably why he had to beat Cena before losing to Cena and go to WrestleMania. Right. Um, yeah, Roman Reigns' family, but whatever, right? Let's just assume that those reports are true and we're not getting The Rock at WrestleMania. I love the Austin idea because, again, I'm going under the assumption that Roman's not losing. So for me, it's like, what's the best thing we can do? Let's put him in there with Stone Cold Steve Austin. But... Do you remember how rabid the fans were for WrestleMania 30 and Daniel Bryan Danielson? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. And Sammy can lose that. Sammy can lose that and be okay. And maybe they even go that story. Maybe Roman or maybe Kevin Owens and and Sammy Zayn have to beat the Usos on night one for Sammy to even get his shot on night two. Who knows? I don't know if they'll do that because they want to advertise a main event, but everybody would assume he's going to win and get there. Because I do think we're going to get more carryover from night one and night two this year, which I've been saying for a while. I could even see like Sammy and Kevin wrestling the Usos one night. And then the next night we get Kevin and, and Solo along with Roman versus Sammy. I could see that. And then we'll do something else with Austin because I do believe Austin's going to wrestle and, and, and whatnot. But I just, it just seems logical at this point, right? Like, right. It really. How do you not? Like it, there's just, yeah. if they don't do it, if not now, when you can't do it. Like I remember even suggesting do it at SummerSlam. I don't think you can make it to SummerSlam. Like it, and, and I know mean, there are times where I didn't think they would get this far, but they, here they are. So yeah. I just, yeah, I think that they, and I know we're going to go to commercial and talk more about the angle Story, itself yeah. and kind of the directions it's t- taken. It just, you know, we, we long, we have long viewed, WrestleMania as the culminating moment of basically a six month span, really right. at this. This feels like we're building to a conclusion like that, like just even the way that the story is being told 
it feels like we are building to a conclusion in regards to Sami Zayn and the bloodline. And I'm I'm here for it. I'm all the way in for it because it's been so well done. And so I yeah, I think I I, I think that's where it's gonna that's where it's gonna be. That there's gonna have to be something with him and the bloodline and Roman Reigns specifically at Mania. Yeah. Like I mean, to. look, Sammy versus Sammy and Kevin versus the Usos is great, and and would be great, and would be. But that won't feel that, that won't feel finished though, right? And they could do something with Sammy and Roman on the way to that. We still have television shows that we've got to make. We still have another pay per view in late February, early March called Elimination Chamber that we got to do. So all of that stuff can still happen, and, and we can still tell the Sammy story on the way. But like. I feel like as much TV time as they've put into this, as much effort as they've put into this, it's like, why not go all the way and take it to WrestleMania? And Sammy doesn't have to win. Like, like Roman, you know, and that's a thing. Like people would actually start complaining, right? LOL. Roman wins would have to become a thing. And, and, but we get the story they're telling. So we're okay with it. Um, And maybe you split up the titles and, and Cody's going for their title on night one. You could do that. I think it's too late now to do it at the Rumble, but you could do it at Elimination Chamber. There's a lot you can do. And, and you know, Adam Pierce can strip him of one for whatever reason, depending on how they tell the story on, on Saturday. Who knows? Who knows? But I think we're good on the WrestleMania topic, and I, I really just want to start talking about the angle itself, and it keeps, like, bubbling up. So let's, right. let's stick with the plan and tell everybody to go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash a chair shot, pick up one of those t-shirts, right? They're comfortable. They look good. You can start a conversation. You can show up with your wrestling fans. It makes sense. You can show up with your non-wrestling fans. It'll still make sense. You support everything that we do here at the chairshot.com. There's really just like Sami Zayn main eventing WrestleMania against Roman Reigns. There's really no reason not to, right? $3.99 extra. You can get it in soft style. I mean, there's just so many great things you can do with a shirt from ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash a chair shot. So go over there, pick one up. You will feel good. You will look good. You will be a better person because of it. Maybe not because it's just a shirt, but it's a good shirt and it's going to get you down on, on the right track. So ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. We're going to come back and talk about just how. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Damn good this is. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. 
Head to AngryLemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's AngryLemonade.net. Chats. I was going to try to play the song, and, and my YouTube went crazy. Not that I'm using YouTube, but my, my no, YouTube. No, you would never do such a thing. Why would I? No. You use YouTube? Per- Come on. No, you perish, the, perish the thought. Perish YouTube, the thought, sir. That's so silly. We could go all day, but but we don't want to do that. So this angle, this storyline, the bloodline, the bloodline was great before Sami Zayn. That's what a lot of people don't really like. Like this all right. started back in the Thunderdome with Roman versus Jay Uso. And then Jimmy yeah, coming yep. back, they, they fought it to hell in the cell in an I quit match in hell in a cell. Like Jimmy threw in the towel. Like, I mean, so much stuff has gotten us to this point. Like Solo showed up at Clash of the Castle and, and helped Roman beat Drew McIntyre when the Usos weren't there. Like so many things have taken us to this point. But my God, what they did on Raw, so good. It was literally cinematic brilliance, like what they did. Like th- it transcends pro wrestling. This is like, if someone said, show me the true definition of sports entertainment I would show you right. the first 49 minutes of Monday Night Raw. Because that's when the Usos versus Judgment Day ended. It was 49 minutes right. of the program. Right. And it was nothing. Much to the disappointment of Bailey and Becky Lynch. Nah, whatever. That's going to get nah, plenty I'm, of time. I'm, I'm when making jokes. And Come it on, was just fun. so good. From Paul Heyman. And and delivering the plaintiff, and then and when when Roman finally had enough, told Solo to do it, and then Jay stop it. And I I mean I watch on delay, right? We all know this. I watch on delay because I'm home, and, and because of the schedule, right? So when Roman tells Solo to do it, I already knew Jay was going to stop him because I saw I saw pictures of it. Still was like loving every second of it when I saw it. Like so good, so good. Yeah, the best thing about that for me was that trial and what they did with that trial, in a nutshell, told anybody who was just tuning in because it was the 30th episode of Raw and was coming in cold. And I don't know what the rating was or what the viewership was. I haven't looked at numbers. Uh, I must be good because it hasn't been reported yet. And if it were bad... We would have heard it crowed all over. Oh, it's the been reported. It's been reported. And it was good. Oh. Like. Yeah. Like highest in over two years good. So what what they did with that that segment wasn't just further the story. It was also a, a, a in sitcoms, when writers get lazy about five seasons into a show, they'll do a clip show. Do like a, hey, remember all this shit that happened? Clip show. And. You know, it's one of those, it's designed to just kind of help you remember stuff. 
they went through and chronicled the back half of Sammy and the Bloodline for anybody who hadn't been watching. And, and so it it really served multiple purposes in that it was highly entertaining. And I don't you know how I feel about Paul Heyman. Um, you, you know, I can't deny that he was he he was on his game for that segment. Like he was on his game. Uh, so you get that and and then you segue this into this, you know, Sammy has to, you know, get a re- he gets a reprieve after the defense after he's defended by the guy who spoke against him hanging around them in the first place the most. And 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 they they, you know, he saves the day for the bloodline in this match where their titles were, you know, where the Usos tag titles were in doubt and in danger. It was, it was just top notch all the way through. And, you know, and you talked about this going like, about the only thing they didn't do was chronicle back when he was begging and kind of being a hanger on about like, Oh, I'm close with you, like with, with Roman Reigns and I'm, you know, I'm going to like, they didn't show that part about him working his way into the group, but this is this was definitely they they saw an opportunity to use this as a tool to to maybe keep some eyeballs coming back next week to see what happens next or tune into the Royal Rumble to see what'll happen at the Royal Rumble because right, they said supposed to be perfect. a SmackDown right right he's not supposed to be he's not supposed to show his face until he the don't Royal he don't want to see him but and what's funny is that I had the J spot spoiled for me when J stopped right. solo I didn't know it led to J presenting his own videos. I didn't know. And just everything Jay talked about, how I hated you, I despised you, but you believed in me, all that. I mean, I had no idea what they did in the tag match when I'm watching this. So to oh, see, yeah, okay. And, and just the, the subtleties in the storytelling. The fact that Finn Balor couldn't wrestle in the match because he was hurt. And so that's right. why yeah, I had yeah, they, Dominic Mysterio. They, they well, we didn't get any reports that Finn Balor was hurt, right? So then later when Adam Pierce is like, well, I did it for Judgment Day, so I got to do it for you guys. So it made sense for Sammy to get inserted into the match. And, and Sammy saved the bloodline in that night. And what's funny is that before that, I just assumed the Judgment Day was winning the tag title. So we were splitting them up, right? It, it seems like that's what they were saying. Right, right. But instead they do this and, and it's just, you know, pure brilliance. And Sammy just played it up so well. And, and, and Roman, the same thing. Like, yep, he saved himself. He's, he's good for tonight. I don't want to see him till Saturday. And, it's, and God, it was just so good. And Jay Uso is, I, I thought when, when Jimmy was out for so long that I could see Jay getting like an intercontinental championship run. But I kind of still want to see that. Like Jay is that good. Jay is, he, look, he, no offense. He's better than Jimmy. Like Jimmy yep. is just kind of happy to be there along for the ride. Even the way he did it. When Jay, when Jay was like, if you want Sammy in the bloodline, put your ones up. And then Jimmy does it like it's just all, you know, Jimmy is really along yep. for the ride. But I think he's happy with that because, you know, he's had his problems. But yep. Jay is I, I would love a massive Jay Uso push. And I think people would get behind it. And. And it's just it's it's interesting. It's like it's like, where are we going and what are we doing? And I don't know. Could we see on Saturday like like Sammy really driving the point home by 
making there no doubts about his loyalty by doing something to Kevin Owens, no conviction, no, not being conflicted, not being anything, right? And then Sammy wins yes. the Rumble. And it's like, okay, now, like, like you think, okay, right. Sammy's good. Roman, like, even hugs him, whatever, like, says, you're good, you know, something like that. And then Sammy goes and wins the freaking Rumble. And now what happens? Like, And, and then the question is, how does he win it? Does Does he win it as a true turn? Does he? Oh no! Does he inadvert? Does he inadvertently like accidentally eliminate Roman in the end? Like you know, some weird like flukish thing. Kevin Owens comes back. Does that always? Happen That's what I could Rumble? see. Right? It's Sammy's in the final two, and Kevin Owens is the reason he wins it. And, and like Sammy's going to do the right thing, like and let Roman eliminate him. He's getting ready to go over the top, and then just out of nowhere, Kevin Owens from the crowd. Like and they're standing at and they're standing at opposite ends of the ring. Yep. So like there's no way that Sammy can stop it. And, and so Sammy like gets about halfway before. Like Sammy Owen even tries, right? Him. Like Sammy even tries right. to stop it. And then he's standing there at like, what now what do I do? Like, and he just does that oh shit face that he does so well. Mm-hmm. Um he did and it he's like, I'm he in, he's like, I'm in it again. <laughs> and here we are, like. In a, in the main event of WrestleMania, in a main event of WrestleMania, because like, then you've got the promos and the story of, of whether or not Sammy's going to take the match, right? And then you get a couple the, weeks yeah. of that, and then finally, when Sammy does do it, now everybody's got a turn. And what's Jay going to do? Jay was in the same right. position. We talked right. about it, and he didn't lay down for Roman either. So, and and Jay it's, acknowledged Roman as his tribal chief, and still still did all that. Like it's just. The, the parallels are amazing and the storytelling is and, so good. And it's just, there's just too much there to not take it to WrestleMania. There's too much. And there's so many, and it, that, that's the thing is you, you, you brought up this question of, does it still have legs? The thing that's been really interesting is the way they've told this. There's so many different directions and legs that still exist there because, you know, it could, you know, let's say the accidental thing or not the accidental thing, but like Kevin Owens messes it up and Sammy's stuck in the middle of the ring after he was going to willingly eliminate himself for Roman and he can't. So then you've got a, a refresh on an old program with Sammy and Kevin. Cause now Sammy's got to be like, look, I got to prove myself that I had nothing to do with this. I'm going to beat up Kevin Owens, you know, for a month heading in. Uh, like, like that's still there. Like, it's just, Oh yeah. For, for all the grief that people want to give the WWE, don't understand how you can look at what actually, honestly, just I, I've been watching both sets of programming and I'm sorry, the WWE objectively is a better wrestling. I'm sorry if you don't think it's a wrestling program. Sorry. Um, I think it's a better wrestling program than AEW. Oh, period. I think they tell, I think they tell better stories in the A than AEW does. I think they sell just as much drama in a ring without having to bloody someone up the way that I feel like the AEW does sometimes. I, I don't see the, I don't see nearly as much spots for the sake of spots. And, and this angle is a perfect example. You noted it like Roman Reigns isn't a fighting champ and people love him for it. Oh yeah. Like they love him for it. Um, and that's not even, and here's the thing is that's only that, 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 that's the top story. This there's so many other secondary stories. You look at everything that's going on right now, and there, I I just I feel like they're clicking on so many cylinders. 
Um, which is why everybody's terrified of Vince McMahon touching creative. Of course. Because yeah. I don't like, want to talk about you that. go, you go right. But you go down the line with the WWE and, and what they've got, just like what you saw in raw alone. So in, in terms of their factions, these are people that show up on both raw and SmackDown. But so you've got the bloodline, you have Imperium who, God, I, I'm not even going to lie. Um, Gunther isn't even my favorite part of the Imperium. Kaiser. Kaiser, it's not even close. He's fucking awesome. And when he gets his Intercontinental title run, when he's on his own at some point, no, fuck that. He's going to get it at some point. I'm telling you. You I actually think that Giovanni Vinci is better than Kaiser. I think the – no, I I don't know. Anyway, um, that's a different episode (laughs) where the two of us fight over the (laughs) – uh, you just shit Dominic Mysterio in God, his, yeah, his so time good. in prison. Like, where did that come from? It's just down the line. And yet, and, and what people are shitting on, like, it's so funny because people found something. Well, there's a poker game thing. Yeah, the APA was back and they had a poker game. And it was an establishment. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry that Medusa didn't wrestle or something. Like, <laughs> what do you want to go for me? But back to this this top story, but it's all started at the top. And this is the thing is when you have an angle like that, that is hot. And you saw this like in your precious Monday Night Wars, kids, and your Attitude Era and Nitro at its peak. When the top is hot, mm-hmm. everyone benefits and everyone works to perform at that level. Absolutely. And you get a better overall show without question and you see that in wwe programming right now yeah and we're setting up for two amazing nights of wrestlemania we are right that's what we're gonna get to so it's it's top notch it's so good i said i shared that graphic of jay you know best supporting actor jay Uso. he deserves yeah it so i saw much. that they all do such good stuff i absolutely love it and and i can't wait to see where they go? And this has made and this has made five guys better, easily. Six if you count Paul Heyman. This has made five guys better. <laughs> this is such good shit. Shut your dumb mouth! You just made the list. So now we are going to transition to an awfully fun part of the program. We are going to make the list. So. Funny story about this list. I came up with this list over the weekend. It was a great idea for the list. And then later that day, I was like, oh, crap. I can't remember what my idea was for the list. And then that was, I think, Saturday. Sunday, remember. No, no. Yeah. Monday, remembered it. Okay. Yeah. This is what I want to do for the list. Forgot it again. This morning, woke up. was like, I remember what the list was supposed to be. And then kept on remembering it and finally texted you with, with what I wanted to do. So this week's list. I've come up with is we are going to make the list of wrestling TV shows that are no longer on the air. Wrestling TV shows that are no longer on the air. Now, a couple caveats. If it's a wrestling TV show, it's eligible. We'll get an eligibility if we have to. The other portion of eligibility, when a show changes its name, it is a different show. But, If the most recent version, if the most recent changed name version of that show is still on the air, none of them are eligible, okay? So Raw is War is not eligible 
because WWE Monday Night Raw is still on the air. So that's oh, what. Oh, don't worry about that. I'm, I'm, I'm not even close not to any of that. About that whatsoever with you. Um, so yeah, this is. I didn't even have to write my stuff down because I know we're gonna be totally different. There's one that I think we could overlap, and and we'll see if that. Well, happens. I got, I got, I got one where I, I don't know. We'll see if you count it. Okay, um, we'll figure it out. Figure it out. But 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 I, this is this isn't like David Ungar fucking up the '70s show. No, not at all. This is this is. This is our list. We do it right. It's going to be good. So Patrick O'Dowd, of course, as the rules are, I came up with the list. You get to go first. You get to decide what wrestling show no longer on the air. We can tell. You just made the list. So, so I'm, I'm going to maybe surprise you a little bit. Okay. In that I'm, uh, I'm not sure if you'll pick one of my top threes. Okay. Uh, but oddly enough, all three of my top three are in the WWF slash E. Okay. Uh, so my first one, Vince McMahon, uh, he really had a hard on for pretending he was a talk show host. Uh-huh. And for a couple of years on Tuesday nights on USA, he tried to live out that dream and gave us uh, Tuesday Night Titans, which was him with Lord Alfred Hayes at a desk, Johnny Carson style mm-hmm. with a quote unquote live studio audience bringing in wrestlers, doing various sketches and skits uh, going through the stories of the day in the early to mid eighties uh, for most of the shows run. It was on Tuesday nights. It did get, I think I got moved around a couple of times and got off of Tuesday nights, but it was originally Tuesday night Titans. And then by the time the show came to the end of its run, it was known um, as a, uh, it was hosted by Gene Okerlund for like the last few episodes, but it was Tuesday night Titans. That was my, my first. Yes. That's a good one. That is a very good one. I am going to change the order that I was going to go in just for you, because one of the items on my list was not on Tuesday nights, but it was on Monday nights because nothing uh, yep. made me happier than sitting down and basically watching a WWF house show on television when I would watch primetime wrestling. To me, primetime would- wrestling was a better two-hour-long commercial for buying house show tickets than Superstars, Wrestling Challenge, any of them because it looked like a house show. And it basically told you, buy a ticket, this is what you're going to go see. So for me, and the matches were different because they were house show matches. They were produced differently. They were wrestled differently. You had the crowd different. Like, I still like a dimly lit arena with most of the light on the ring. Like, I still enjoy that kind of setup. So, yeah, I'm going to change my order and go with primetime wrestling as my first contribution to this week's list of wrestling that, programs no longer that, on the that was one of that was one of the three that was one of the three I had written down and my apologies. you know argue argue all you want but uh, Bobby Heenan and Gorilla Monsoon sitting together at that desk and get, you know pontificating about the matches you just saw was as much fun as the show itself like the two of them arguing was and great. all they did was took matches that were shown on the MSG network on Spectrum Television in Pennsylvania, in Toronto from the Maple Leaf Gardens, and in Boston from from the Boston Garden. They just took those matches from those already shown, you know, sometimes live, sometimes on tape delay, and just put them on primetime wrestling. 
And I loved it. There you go. All right. Well, this allows me to then, oh, God. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I, I went back and forth because I'm doing a rewatch of a, of a different show right now uh, that's interesting in its own iteration. But I can't not talk about my childhood and watching the AWA on ESPN. Um, as that was, oddly enough, almost as influential to my young wrestling fandom as as the WWF was like there were Savage and Hogan and then there were the Midnight Rockers and there was um you know Sherry Mart you know Sherry before she was sensational Sherry mm-hmm. and there was Medusa before she was a Lundra Blaze and there was um you know the nasty boys before they went to the like all these guys that would the eventually Midnight jump ship but they they I said the midnight. They, they, I led with the midnight rockers. Um, uh, it's it's embarrassing right now because Kurt Henning, Scott Hall, Big Scott Hall. That mm-hmm. was all. He, that's all he was known as, Big Scott Hall. Um, all those guys, uh, you know, in a promotion that was that spanned as big a territory as anybody, um, and it hung on longer than it should have because Vern Gagne was such a proud dude, but. Uh, Rick Martel, I like. I I, remember, I know he was in the WWE before he came to Vern. Like he kind of worked in both directions. Like he went to Vern, left, and then came back, and then left again. Uh, but Rick Martel, uh, I remember him in his brief stint as the AWA Heavyweight Champion. Absolutely, there he's Absolutely. So I'm gonna continue the parallels as we've done this, and because this is not on my list. However, what was on my list? Was World Class Championship Wrestling on ESPN, which I believe took the place of the AWA once they were gone. I believe Fritz von Erich then got the time slot because I would watch the AWA and and on ESPN after school. But when it became World Class, then I was like really hooked in in watching it. And maybe World Class came first, and because they would show old stuff. But like I loved watching World Class Championship Wrestling, and I think maybe they even rotated through them. I don't know. But for me, my fondest ESPN memories, despite watching the AWA, especially from the showboat in Las Vegas and all that, was watching World Class when they would show the Sportatorium shows, but then they would show the Reunion Arena shows. They would show the, 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 the Dallas, the Texas Stadium shows, like all of the Cotton Bowl shows, like seeing all that stuff on ESPN was just a blast and, and probably highly influential on me present day and and not just as a wrestling fan but so much more so i am going and putting on the list world class championship wrestling on espn and the less said about super clash the better yes which was also broadcast on there in parts it was absolutely all right patrick o'dowd your final contribution and overall fifth contribution to the list my saturday mornings were not complete if I didn't see Hulk Hogan in animated form on Hulk Hogan's rocket wrestling with some of the here, here's what's great. The rose colored glasses that I wore about, you know, of my fond thoughts of Hulk Hogan's rock and wrestling. I went back and watched those when they were available on the network. They're terrible. None of, cause none of the voice actors are the actual guys. I think Lou Albano, like, was like a host or something before they go into cartoons before he did super Mario stuff. But like, it was terrible. 
but I didn't care. And I watched Hulk Hogan's rock and wrestling cartoon for two years and one year in syndication before getting canceled on Saturday mornings. I do believe on CBS. So you gonna let me, you gonna let me have it. Absolutely. It's it? a wrestling show. All right. Yeah. I don't know. It's a cartoon. They didn't really wrestle. <laughs> yeah, but it was, it, it would not have existed if not for wrestling. So I used to love, I used to, sit, I used to love watching super Mario brothers show with captain Will Albano before going to school in the mornings. Yep. The short run that it had, just like everything else. So, all right. So, I am then going to take the final spot on the list, my third, sixth spot overall. And I'm going to fast forward many, many years through what we're doing, which is I am leaving off a show that I cannot believe I'm leaving off. And, and because NWA World Championship Wrestling was like it for me. Like like 605 Superstation, not WCW Saturday night. That's what it changed into. But before that, the Techwood Drive Studios, NWA World Championship Wrestling, Jim Crockett Promotions, all that stuff. I mean, I could make an argument for me making that number one when we put the list in the order. However, I cannot leave Lucha Underground off this. I knew you were going to put that one on there. If I could go back and take something off, I would, but I'm not going to. I can't leave Lucha Underground off the list. Like it just was so much fun. So like, like it it showed what a wrestling TV show, true soap opera version, you know, wrestling soap opera for men, showed what that could be so much that I have to leave Lucha Underground. You just made the list. So Lucha Underground is on the it's, list. So, go ahead. It's it's so funny. I had it on my list of possibles. Yeah. And I was like, no, I was, I definitely was like, no, Greg's going to pick that one. It was between that and and, World Championship Wrestling. And it was disingenuous for me to put it on there because, you know, I did not particularly care for it. Right. Um, Full disclosure. You could put things on a list that you didn't care for if you felt as though they were significant. I felt they were significant. The other, and that's the the other one that I left off was uh, ECW. Uh, Right. And not ECW on WWE programming, but like the, you know, Correct. gritty, shitty Sandman in a surfer bodysuit, uh-huh. uh, uh, fat Don Morocco ECW at its roots before it became what we know it as. And it grew into that. But right. that was the other one that I thought of about putting on there. No, that's, that's excellent. That's excellent. So we're going to go commercial and then we're going to come back and put this bad boy in order. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. This is my yard now. Dean fucking Ambrose. Acknowledge me. Shut your dumb mouth. You just made the list. All right, Patrick O'Dowd, so now... We take the six items that we've contributed to the list. Tuesday Night Titans, Primetime Wrestling, the AWA on ESPN, World Championship Wrestling on ESPN, Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling, and Lucha Underground. And we will put them in order, number one through number six, for this week's list. And and for me, it's really between two that I want to put at number one. And 
I go back and forth and I struggle with which one I want to put at number one. And, and even going into commercial, I was going to put one at number one, but now I'm changing my mind. I am actually going to put world-class championship wrestling on ESPN. Number one on my list. I loved watching that so much every day after school. And, and, it just really did, you know, again, it showed me something different than what I normally saw with wrestling and, and impacted me in a lot of ways and probably still does today. So I am actually going to put WCCW number one. You get to put something and in number two. I, I do. I get to put Vern Gagne and the AWA on ESPN. Look at that. <laughs> number two. We put our, we put our more personal choices. 4 p.m. Like, Eastern time wrestling on ESPN occupies okay, right. the top. 33% of our list. Congratulations, ESPN. You just made the list. So even, num- even those team challenge episodes, damn it. Maybe. Maybe those teams. No. But not Super Clash. No. no. Not Super Clash. So then I so am going to go with number three, and I am going to put Lucha Underground number three on the Shocker. list. My other choice for number one, but I am putting Lucha Underground Honestly, I could have made an argument for any one of my three to be number one on this list. And my fourth, my honorable mention to be number one on this list. Like, that's how much influential this list is. What I think is really interesting is that it, it's adorable to see how passionate you are about, about, about like, your argument. Because I'm like, my third one, I was like, that should be six, and I'm not even arguing. <laughs> <laughs> Like, can we just slot Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling into the sixth spot? Because that's where it's going. Because uh, Tuesday Night Titans is going to be number four, and uh, there's no way in hell you're not you're not you're putting anything other than prime time at number five. You don't think I'll do it? I think you're doing it to troll me if you do, and you know better. I'm absolutely not doing it. No, there's no way. Right, I, I am definitely putting. Primetime Wrestling, number five on the list, which does leave Hulk Hogan's Rockin' Wrestling in the number six position. So congratulations to all of you. Congratulations to Hulk Hogan's Rockin' Wrestling, Primetime Wrestling, Tuesday Night Titans, Lucha Underground, the AWA on ESPN, and World Class Championship Wrestling on ESPN. To all of you... You just made the list. And now I scroll so we can do this. All right, gentlemen, you have three minutes and you better make it good. We got three minutes and we're out of here. The clock is ticking and we're in the clear. We got three minutes and we're out of here. We got three minutes and we're out of All right, Patrick O'Dowd, this was your other topic inspired by you as you sent me a text message because we have learned... That tonight when you're listening to this, tomorrow when we're recording this, on AEW Dynamite, we will see Mark Briscoe go one-on-one with Jay Lethal in a match being held as a tribute to Mark's now late brother who was tragically killed in a car accident a week ago today as we record this. Jay Briscoe. Dynamite last week, everybody wanted it to be a tribute show. Of course, it was not a tribute show, although they had the graphic at the beginning. They... We saw the armbands. We saw all of that. And now this match will take place as a tribute to, to Jay Briscoe. This match, by the way, could not have even happened last week. There's no way Mark Briscoe was going to wrestle the day after his brother was killed in a car accident on Mark's own birthday, right. by the way. Um, tomorrow, today, when you're listening to this being Jay Briscoe's birthday, when this match takes place. 
But you don't have a concern about that. You have a much bigger concern with what's going on with this entire situation. Right. So there's a fan, there's a, there's a, oh, I keep referencing other things as I talk about this. There's a thing on Reddit called, am I the asshole? And this is how I almost texted this to you because like, I, and I want to make this clear. I am perfectly fine with an AEW tribute show match, whatever they're doing tomorrow. Absolutely fine with it. But the, the martyrdom of Jay Briscoe over allegations that TBS was like blackballing every aspect of anything after his passing to me was like, like, are we like, are people going, are are we, are we going crazy here with this, this like almost faux outrage? I don't want to say faux outrage. And I'm not saying people who work close to, to Jay, like don't have a right to grieve and to express that grief. That is not what I'm saying at all. As I try to put this out there, but I feel like we've made this a bigger deal that for, for, for Jay Briscoe, then, then I, w- I guess I would have expected or, or thought was necessary. Like, you know, we got people posting like tomorrow we heal. I'm, I, I'm not that bereaved. Like it sucks. He, he died in a car accident, but like, I don't need to see his brother wrestle Jay lethal for me to feel better. Right. I'm, I, I'm happy that like, I'm just happy to hear good news about his daughters. Yeah. Like, like that's good. Um, you know, and is this because of Owen Hart? Like, and this no. is terrible to say, but like, no, it's not because of Owen Hart. It's like the AEW fan base. This is the same fan base that says you don't know who someone is. Go on the internet and research who they are. Well, you don't know what that angle means because you don't watch BTE. You, you know, had you had you watched you know PWG in 2012, you would understand what they just said on the program, like. All these things that are not normal for typical viewing of pro wrestling come up in AEW. These fans want a tribute show, a two-hour-long tribute show for a guy who has never shown face on the program they want to do a tribute show to him for. Like, this is, it's not Owen Hart. Like, like it makes sense for Ring of Honor to do, if this were ROH Dynamite, right? then right. yes. This should definitely do a tribute show with Jay Briscoe is one thousand percent of Ring of Honor. The Mount Mark Rushmore of Ring of Honor. No offense to Nigel McGuinness is Daniel Bryan Danielson, Samoa Joe, Jay Briscoe, Mark Briscoe. Like that's it. I love Adam Cole more than any other human being on the planet. That's the Mount Rushmore. It's just I'm not even gonna right. listen to any other arguments about it. Doesn't matter. But one of those four gentlemen just passed away. He deserves the ROH tribute, which they did record. And at some point we'll put out and, and on YouTube and, and whatever. But it's not like Brody Lee passing away because he right. was part of AEW Dynamite. He was he was he was a significant on air part of it. Yeah, on her program. Was, Jay Briscoe was not. Jay Briscoe um was gonna be on the pay-per-view, and they actually couldn't put him on the pay-per-view because I think all out. I don't remember which one he was gonna be on. Simply because they couldn't promote it on television. So they used the Motor City Machine Guns instead. Which I forgot had even appeared in AEW until this came up. Right. We just bring people in for no reason. 
But that's the point. We bring we randomly bring in the Motor City machine guns for no reason into AEW and are very happy about it is the same reason why we're very upset about there not being a Jay Briscoe tribute show. To a good half of the AEW audience, they wouldn't even understand why we're doing a Jay Briscoe tribute show. Yeah. That, yes. I mean, they, they didn't know because, because all they've ever done is watch AEW on television. They never watched Ring of Honor. They never watched all the other stuff. I think the match they're going to do is great. I think it's great for Mark Briscoe. I hope they go stereotypical. And at some point, Mark Briscoe wins the Ring of Honor World Championship. I'm totally fine with that. Because Mark, as, as a member of the Ring of Honor history, deserves it. But like, I think what they did was fine. I think what other shows did. They even talked about it on NXT. And I think they mentioned it on SmackDown on Friday. Like, I mean, he never his passing made the... WWE. His passing made the front page of Yahoo for a for a time. Yeah, it was a like, big deal, and it was treated as so, a big deal, right? And, and I guess here's the other thing that I think is really interesting because you just mentioned it. Like, according to our good friend Dave, you know, Jeez. Warner Brothers Discovery. It's been confirmed. Warner Brothers Discovery dropped their policy, and Mark can res- wrestle on AEW programming moving forward. So your your prediction may not be for an ROH title. Just kidding. I don't think that'll happen. <laughs> well, and, and like <laughs> but, it could have been Samoa Joe that right. wrestled Mark Briscoe, but Samoa Joe is a Ring of Honor World Television Champion. So then, what does that mean? Right. It is a lot that it could have that it could have been. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I just I don't know, dude. I can't be that upset. Like I just I think they've like, done Jay justice. I, because tribute right. show or not, what really matters? What really matters is all the people who are supporting this, all the people who are talking about it, all the people who are sharing it, all the people who are impacted by it. That is not changed by what happens on a two-hour episode of Dynamite. It just isn't. Yeah, I agree. I uh, so I guess at the end of the day then, Greg, we're saying we're not assholes. I do uh, not but- believe... We are asking, but, but uh, for but, this uh, reason, I do, I do not believe that. I, I do, I do think that there will, if you know, you'll get backlash because you're you. Nobody will care. I'll, I'll just get, I'll get a couple more angry bots thrown my way. But I, yeah, I just, I, I don't get it. I don't, I don't buy the number of people who, who felt like it was this important to have an AEW tribute show to Mark to, to Jay Briscoe, um, a guy who's never been on their program, right. Like it just, he was okay. in, they, they, he was on the pre-show of all in. That's the closest yep. he's come. And, and he's obviously worked the ring of honor pay-per-views, but that's it. That's it. I, I, I think, I don't know why they haven't put out the tribute show that they recorded for him yet. I think they, they yep. should put that out sooner rather than later. Um, right. I know it's going to be an honor club. It's probably also going to be on their YouTube. I think it's great. I think it's a great way to, to, to get that out there. I think it's, it's, a lot of people should watch it. I think it's great for Jay Briscoe to get to do that. They literally had your boy, Christopher Daniels, challenge, you know, Claudio Castagnoli for the Ring of Honor World Championship on the main event of that. Like, I think it's going to be a good show. There are lots of talent right. on that tribute show that had nothing to do with Ring of Honor. So that's a little weird. Yep. But, um, but it's fine. Like, I'm okay with it. So, yeah, I just don't, I don't get the outrage. I don't get it either. I'm with you. 
No, we are not the assholes. For that reason, there's plenty of other reasons why we, we could be called that, but not for this reason. And with that, that is it for this week's edition of The Greg DeMarco Show. You can follow him at Wrestling Realist, W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. You can follow me at Greg DeMarco 44. Follow the website at Chair Shot Media. That is for this great website that we call thechairshot.com. Where's that soundbite at? I can't even find the soundbite. Thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Follow along. We'll be back next week. I mean, look, Royal Rumbles this weekend. Obviously, we're going to have stuff to talk about next week. So I ain't worried about that. There's going to be plenty that we can do and talk about, and it's going to be great. So enjoy the wrestling this weekend. Get out there. Watch it. It's going to be good. It's the Royal Rumble. It kicks off the road to WrestleMania. It's many people, including Patrick O'Dowd's favorite event of the year. Hell, Michael Cole, who is a shill for WWE on purpose, it's his job, says it's his favorite pay-per-view of the year over that of, of WrestleMania. By the way, if you are not a regular watcher, you owe it to yourself to watch NXT tonight because it, it, whether or not you cared about the women's wrestling that was on Raw, Raw is 30, like 90% of tonight's NXT is women's wrestling, and it wasn't promoted as such. It's just what they happened to do. So um, watch it, enjoy it. I think it'll be great. And until next time, for Patrick O'Dowd, I'm Greg DeMarco telling you to always use your head. Reach for the sky, boy. 